Hello, Mr. Jeff Goldsmith. I should say it rightly. <laughs> Sorry for that. Thank you for your time today. It's really nice to get to know you. Um, we just had a little pre-chat and, uh, you know, um, there's things people can know about you. But uh, for me, I'm a fresh uh, slate, you know, I'm, uh, I don't know anything or not much. Um, can you please introduce yourself to the audience and say who you are, um, what kind of music you make, why you make it maybe, and, and a little bit about your musical background. Uh, how did you get to make music? Yeah, sure. So my name is Jeff Goldsmith. Um, I, I'm based out of Minneapolis, Minnesota. Um, I make dark, ambient, noisy, uh, electronic music. Um, I, would, I would call it art forward music. So it, it takes a lot of Uh, attention for the listener to listen to my music. It tends to be extremely layered and um, in-depth. Uh, and so, yeah, I've been making music for almost my entire life. I, uh, I started playing music when I was four years old, um, violin actually. So, you know, my, my grandmother was a violinist and my, my mom is also a violinist. So music's kind of in my family. Uh, and they, they threw me into a Suzuki violin program when I was four. Um, and so the Suzuki method is kind of based around listening uh, versus reading music. And so when I was four, I was listening to violin music constantly, sort of like training my ears, mm -hmm. uh, just, you know, listen and, and, and to learn by listening. And so because of that, I, I just grew attached to sound, you know, and, and not necessarily music, but, you know, noises and, mm -hmm. and all kinds of sounds. Um, And so those are the things that I'm drawn to in my music. I, I, I do like a lot of like field recordings and sound recordings. And, um, you know, I try to incorporate that stuff into my music to give a much um, bigger uh, picture. And, and you get a lot more dynamics when you do that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, that's kind of my background a little bit. And so I've been releasing music on my own. Uh, for about three years now. And so the album I just released, uh, May You Find the Light Before the Devil Knows He's Right, uh, I just released in May. Uh, and that was recorded uh, throughout the pandemic last year, kind of doing a lot of sound recordings and, and things that were happening in, in the Twin Cities, a lot of civil unrest, uh, kind of incorporated it into that album. So, so yeah, thank you for having me on the show, by the way. Uh, my, my pleasure. You know, thank you for, for agreeing to be on my show. Um, okay, so yeah, you gave... Okay, I have a few questions. Um, maybe let's start with... Uh, first of all, I think it's really cool that you use samples, you know, that you, that you kind of, uh, you go out and, and do field recordings. This reminds me of, uh, you know, the, the early Deepish Mode stuff, you know, where we kind yeah. of really had strange samples and I, I I think there was a story they stole it from Einstürzen the Neubauten you know where where speak and spell where we had this um, I don't know if you have it in your ear people are people where it's a lot of uh, metal clanging and stuff so yeah. I was like oh this is this is cool because um, what I'm kind of maybe that's my that's my first question right away because if you use field samples I think this kind of gives you um, it kind of sets the pace how the, the song needs to be because, you know, you have a, a sample and it's make, let's say, a clang or, or you maybe just tell me what, what you have sampled. And um, 
I'm, I'm telling you my point of view and you correct me. Let's put it this way. Um, so it gives you a certain amount of l length of whatever it is, you know, like a, a, like a rhythm section or whatever sound you use and you build yeah. your song around it, right? Because yep. it kind of yeah. gives you the... Absolutely. And, and you know, um, so I've found samples can really be used in a variety of ways, right? So you can use samples in terms of like using a sample and using it to like create a drum sound mm -hmm. or, or some kind of like uh, rhythmic pattern or even a musical pattern for that matter. Or you can kind of use them as textures to help create a better visual with your music. And so mm -hmm. I know for me, that that's that's really what I try to do is I, it sets kind of like the template for things. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, and I kind of build upon that. Um, and it just creates a really nice visual aesthetic when you're when you're listening, right? Because I, I, I think of when I'm listening to music, I it's always kind of visual, you know? Mm -hmm. um, it's like you're listening to it and you, you kind of create like a, a, a movie um, in your head. And mm -hmm. so those sound, those sound recordings and those field recordings really just build upon that idea, you know, and it's something that just seems to work really well within my music. So you, you, you don't use them more. Okay. So, um, you don't use them as a, as a rhythm part, but rather like, a, like, um, um, the way it kind of should be, uh, like the story should go basically um right. more like like how how the if it's a darker shadow or a, a bigger uh thing so um like a foundation yeah like your yeah okay yep can you can you just maybe maybe go through how you how you start a song then because when yeah. you have a sample and um Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm amazed what you can do with samples today, like you already alluded to, that you can use, uh, I don't know, a, a, a blob from your from your pen and, and can make a, a, a bass drum out of it. And so it's, it's cool. Yeah. You know, I really find yeah, it it's, it's, it's uh, technology is really, really, really great in that in that sense. Um, yeah, I mean, for me, it's 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 really starts as kind of like a like a collage. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's really kind of like I, I tend to tend to lay out a lot of my field recordings and sound recordings as a collage and then kind of start to build upon layers uh, from there. And, you know, I, I tend to keep the doors open in terms of where the music takes me. So mm -hmm. I don't, um, a lot of times when I'm doing this stuff, I don't necessarily have a, a direction I want to go. It's, okay. it's, I try to keep all the doors open. So yeah, it's like, that'll be the foundation. And then I'll start adding, you know, I always go to my synthesizers. I have a ton of them. So You know, my synthesizers are kind of like usually end up being the basis for a song. And then if there's something that really uh, captures me or inspires me, that's kind of what I end up driving into, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, so for like this album, uh, May You Find the Light, it, it um, the, the ideas that I ended up driving into uh, weren't necessarily the ones that I thought I was going to drive into. It's just I have a lot of different collages and pieces that I work mm -hmm. on. That, I hope that makes sense. No, absolutely, absolutely. I just wanted to say this is, uh, you know, you just described for me the the best way of doing music because you let the music decide where it wants to go. You know, I I always right. hate, uh, you know, I'm I'm the, the fortunate one that I can decide who I want to talk to, and if I don't want to talk to closed mind 
death metal guys. Let's put it this way. This is not true death metal. It needs to be like this and that and, and everything around it is not right anymore. I, you know, I, I, I like death metal, no problem, but I hate the closed mindedness. So this yeah. is, you know, what I'm hearing here is exactly that I'm with you 100% that you let the, the sound decide, you know, the song decide where it wants to go and if it wants to be more heavy. And, and I listened, I mean, you know, I found you through your music, you know, I'm, I'm only yeah. talking with people that I like the music, so it's easy for me, you know, <laughs> but um, yeah. No, I, I agree. And thank you. I, I, I really do appreciate that. Um, I think that, you know, genres these days are, they're, they're hard to classify, mm -hmm. right? And so, you know, when you're making music these days, I think it really is important to leave all of your doors open and not necessarily pigeonhole yourself into one thing, you know? Um, if you leave your doors open, that that's going to be better for you as the creator, you know? And it certainly is for me. I, I, I know that if I leave the leave those doors open, I'm I'm going to be a better uh, creator because of it. You know, that's that's absolutely true. But but it has you know it's a double edged sword uh, in 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 a way because um, I have I have two things I want to say and, and and you will understand it. Uh, right. One thing is of course you know me as a as a radio DJ, it's sometimes you know. Or, or it's it's kind of en woke if somebody says oh we we don't fit any any genre and you know it's kind of like okay you know what um hmm, that's really tough you you kind of right. have to sometimes you have to to pin it down a little bit you know what what yeah. it is and the other thing I just want to briefly mention because um like I said I'm a radio DJ I get I get songs sent to me and um, the the moniker experimental is something I really don't like because not I don't want to say most of the time but very often it is kids who you know and it's not you but you know otherwise I wouldn't talk to you uh, kids who don't know anything and just throw stuff together and call it experimental and then you know you can. Right. Under this umbrella, everything goes, you know, it's yeah. an experiment. Oh, we don't fit any, blah, 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 blah. And, but it's a lot of bullshit. You can swear at my channel uh, if you want. <laughs> that's, it's a that's lot of, it's a lot of bullshit <laughs> often, not, not always, you know, I, but experimental is something when there's a little alarm clock going, uh, alarm light going on in my head where I'm like, oh, oh do I really want to listen to that? Um, you are, of course, one of a, of a nice exception because you're really, mean it you know i mean you you uh alluded to this briefly that you that you uh, you started with four and and this is i could clearly hear hear somebody at work who knows how to do music and and experimental meaning that that you kind of um uh try to discover new sounds and and and, and go different routes Right. Without, right. without, and this is the important part, and when I leave it, <laughs> I'll let you talk again, uh, without kind of making it so complicated for the person that, that nobody could listen to it. Because this is right. a little bit my gripe with experimental music. I get it that you want to push boundaries and, you know, don't want to be, uh, you know, as much as I hate this death metal, uh, this is only this is true and not true. But sometimes if you are kind of all over the place, it makes it hard for me as well. You know, I'm a simple person. I need to have at least a rhythm and and uh, I want to be surprised, but I don't want to be so surprised that I, you know, yeah. all, all oh, the time I, I, I jumping around. I, I agree. And I think that, you know, you, you have to make music 
I mean, you don't have to, you don't have to do anything, you know, but, but when I make music, I certainly do think about the listener. Right. Mm -hmm. And I, 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 you know, I, I do, li I listen to a ton of music, you know, mm. um, but I also listen to a lot, you know, I listen to a lot of Nine Inch Nails and a lot of Trent Reznor and listen to a lot of Ramstein and, uh, but I also listen to a lot of like jazz and, you know, REM and I, I mean, I, I listen to a lot of things. And so because of that, I, I am uh, a, like attached and I like things that are catchy. You know, mm -hmm. so so my music is really in depth and it's some of my songs are really long, but there's there's hooks in there, you know, and there are things that are um, appealing for the listener to mm -hmm. hear. And I, I, I try and throw those hooks in there. Right. Um, you know, you talked a lot about like experimental music and specifically young people. And, you know, I think that it sometimes takes time to figure out what you're doing with your music, you know, mm -hmm. especially in this day and age with like technology and digital audio workstations. And, you know, the, the, the capabilities are kind of endless out there, if that mm -hmm. makes sense. You know, you can make music with a really small budget and, and do what you want to do. It just sometimes takes time to kind of like narrow into that and hone into that, um, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. And, for me, I mean, I, I've just been making music for so long. I kind of, I, I have a general idea of where I want to go with things, you know? Mm -hmm. You know, I, I get it. It also, um, you know, as, as you were talking, I, I thought about it. Um, it's what I, you know, your your music is kind of very, I don't know if it translates right, if I say ripe, you know, it's, it's um, you, you've done it for, for a while, you know? What, what I mean with that is, um, you don't have to show off. You let the, the song decide if it needs yeah. a little bit more or a little bit less. You know, you don't over overpack it. You don't oversaturate it to to show right. off. Oh, look what what kind of machines I have and how how well I can play this and that. You know, if the if sound asks for it or the song asks for it, you do it. If it yeah. doesn't, you don't. Um, You know, that's that's also a, a young people problem that they need to show off, you know, uh, oh, look, I got this new toy or how well I can play I, guitar or yeah, something. Yeah, um, I, I mean, I, I certainly get that, you know. Um, I think at the at the end of the day with my music, I really try and make music that I want to listen to, you mm -hmm. know. And so, so specifically with like, you know, my most recent album, You know, one of the things that always kind of bothers me with music these days that I don't hear enough of is like a lack of dynamics, mm -hmm. right? I, I, I'm very big on dynamics and I like I like things that are very loud and, and dense and dark and I like things that are really quiet, right? Mm -hmm. and, and like the contrast of those two things to me is extremely interesting and I love hearing that in music, but it's always kind of lacking. So, you know, on, on this album, I really tried to hone in on that, right? So like you know, the first song on the album is That Witch. And like that song is just like lots of ups and downs, you know, mm -hmm. kind of open with this, you know, really ambient, uh, clean synthesizer. And then it just jumps you right in. It goes like right to 11, you know, mm -hmm. uh, heavy, intense guitars and noise. And then, and then it brings you back down, you know. So you kind of go through these valleys of highs and lows. I, so. I, was, I was very surprised with it. It was kind of, oh, okay. You, you know, it's unexpected, but this is, you know. But I want <laughs> Exactly, no, but, but this, is, this, is, this is cool because it's, um, this is what I meant with an experimental moniker that, that sometimes is really hard for me because most of the time it's 
a lot of bullshit. Um, but uh, a song, in a way, I want to, I, as a listener, I want something where I can see a structure, but yeah. I still want to be surprised. You know, it's not right. that I... Um, If, 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 if it's too complicated and seven eights and whatever and, and rhythm changes, you know, like gent or uh, progressive right. rock. And so right. it's it's too tough for me to follow and I cannot enjoy it. You know, it's it's more music where, like you said, with jazz or so, it's music where you have to sit down and really pay attention. Um, right. But I also want to just have fun let's put it this way or you know but i'm just like oh yeah this sounds cool and it kind of puts right it it's 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 kind of like like uh you have to make it in my opinion you have to make things digestible right yeah, like exactly. if you make it if you make it too extreme mm -hmm. in my opinion then that's that's really gonna be um kind of like off-putting for the listener right so it's mm -hmm. like and you kind of in my opinion i've always tried to kind of walk that fine line between um complex in a good way and you know uh kind of like oversaturated complex if that mm -hmm. makes sense yep, you know exactly. it's a fine it's a fine line you know and it, i think it can be tough sometimes <clears throat> specifically for people trying to make in-depth music um that's that's really layered and complex to 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 know where that line is you know mm -hmm. yeah no and i get it um <laughs> It, it reminds me a little bit, um, okay, this is a while back. Uh, the last album I ever bought was, uh, I mean, on a CD, was uh, from um, Red Hot Chili Peppers, and it was Californication. Yeah. And okay. I, I really liked it because it was what I just told you uh, about your music, you know. Uh, yeah. It didn't have to show off. There were some really quiet songs on it. And, and you know that they could play really well and, you know, flee the, the bass guitar player and everything. But we did, we kind of subdued it a little bit because yep. the, if otherwise we would have broken the song. And this is what I what I see in you as well. But um, it, it's a thin line. You know, sometimes you overstep, but it's fine. You know, it's art. It's This is also a good thing. Um, you know, art doesn't need to, to appeal to everyone. You know, okay. if, if you if you appeal to everyone you do mainstream and then it's kind of like you know it's kind of who right. who wants hey, well, to be you know, mainstream yep it's funny you it's funny you mentioned the red hot chili peppers because you know one of my biggest influences and one of my favorite artists is john Frusciante, mm -hmm. uh the guitarist for the red hot chili peppers and you know right after that album californication came out uh john released this long series of albums um You know, he did The Will to Death and Curtains and he did all these really great albums. And those albums really, to me, were super inspiring mm -hmm. um, and really like foundational in terms of uh, me like listening to music and, and kind of maybe trying to understand where I want to go. And John Frusciante has always been unbelievable with that kind of stuff in terms of like dynamics mm -hmm. and, and trying to, to make things uh, like visually pleasing uh like in visually uh big for the listener if that makes sense um if if your listeners don't listen to john Frusciante, i highly recommend checking mm -hmm. out some of the solo albums because they're phenomenal you know yeah but but this this is you know um as you were just talking i was thinking sometimes in music it's the things you don't do 
that kind of stand out, you know, if, if you don't uh, oversaturate in a show of, you know, if you, um, uh, what, what is it, Joe Satriani, you know, he can play really well, but it's kind of, I'm getting tired after a while, you know, it's kind of, I get it, you know, you're a really, really good guitar player, but how long can I listen to a 10 minute solo uh, right. and, and right. wow yeah it's great mm -hmm. um, yeah so less, less can sometimes be more you know mm -hmm. um, and that's that's something that I have to push myself to do you know to to, to remember less is more sometimes mm -hmm. you know I, I'm, I'm always making music and I'm already on to the next project and you know that's that's something that I'm trying to remind myself right now like you know I, I, I don't need to like do all the layers sometimes you know sometimes exactly. less is more. Just, uh, you know what sometimes happens as well uh, because you have very long uh, tracks um yeah sometimes i think uh this is not uh, not against you but um with this goes more for, for the gen crowd or something then make two songs out of it you know if if you have so right. many ideas just don't cramp them in one song and and right. show show 50 different shades of whatever um yeah do more than one you know i'm 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 a very simple person if it comes to music you know uh i i like um i like a simple rock song you know uh, just yeah i think that um you have to go where like the song takes you mm -hmm. right so so i'm with you sometimes it's 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 good to split things up right i i, I know for again I, like for this album um, it, it was really a choice to mm -hmm. like make things the way they were, you know, I, um, not to get too in depth in like the, the recording process, but I, you know, when I, when I made this album, I really spent a lot of time again, creating these collages and, and doing a lot of different things. Right. And after about doing like doing this for six months, I had like this abundance of material, this mm -hmm. just like a ton of material. And I, I didn't really know what to do with it, you know? Um, and I had a friend of mine actually do the album sequencing. And so originally in my head, I actually had planned to do kind of what you're talking about, right? Like more individual tracks and kind of splitting things up and mm -hmm. doing short little bits and pieces as the transitional songs. Um, but my friend Kyle, who sequenced the album, uh, was told me, he's like, this is going to work way better if you just mm -hmm. make it complete piece like eight songs mm -hmm. make those intros and outros parts of the songs because it feels more complete um and so for this album that that's really what i thought what it needed you know so mm -hmm. um yeah i guess not to steal your thunder but it's i i, I no, think no, that you have to go where the song this is, goes this is you know? Uh, you know this is um once again there is no right or wrong in music you know where it's just uh, what you decide to do and i have to admit he he was right your friend was right in doing that <laughs> and it still worked i mean as a general rule this is just for me talking that uh, sometimes it's better to have it in in smaller pieces but but yeah. see this is if you take my my video podcast we're doing right now um i want to talk with you at least for an hour you know maybe right. more let's see how how long we want to go um right. because i I don't want a small bit here. Yeah, I'm completely different. You know, I, I want to I want to get to know the person behind the music and how right. much, uh, you know, in my radio station before I, I kind of um, 
put my my uh, podcast there uh, on the radio station as well and they ask me oh no do little pieces do 30 seconds and uh, you know and and this and that and and like but what can i say in 30 seconds or what can you say in 30 seconds about music sure. uh, you do um so uh You know, I'm I'm kind of both. Uh, I I work in in both worlds. It's just as a general rule, I I rather have it, you know, in a three or four minute uh, song. But you are absolutely right, or your friend was absolutely right because you're. It's it's like you said in the beginning. It's more cineastic, and and it needs time to develop. You know, but but it's not over. It doesn't overstay its welcome. You know, I'm I'm still liking to listen to it, even if it's seven minutes or eight minutes or whatever. Yeah. Uh, how long how long it is? Um, yeah. Maybe let's let's uh, <laughs> because I, I think, uh, um, like I told you, I I didn't wanted to see too much of you, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure you have um, had to answer this question before. But I'm going to ask you now. Um, sure. May you find the light before the devil knows he's right. <laughs> That's a cool title. That's for sure a little bit long, maybe. But um, uh, so the question is, how did this happen? Because we just established that your music happens. And I think this might have happened in this too, that it just uh, came to you for whatever reason. So can you please explain yeah. a little bit? Yeah. So, you know, the the title right the title itself kind of stems from uh there's a there's an irish blessing that is may you be in heaven uh half an hour before the devil knows you're dead right okay so yeah. that's that's a that's a really cool irish blessing i don't i don't know why um i've always found it really cool um and that kind of like popped in my head at some point when i was making this album and so thematically this record is really this kind of contrast between good and bad, right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, you can relate that to God and the devil or, you know, just good and bad or black mm -hmm. and white, however you want. But I think that there's a, a big contrast between good and bad in this record. Mm -hmm. um, and I also think that um, people sometimes wrestle with that in internally, you know, um, the good in yourself and the bad in yourself, mm -hmm. right? We all have that stuff yes. and so that was the idea when i when i um was thinking about the title and when it came to me it was just this this wrestling with the idea of of hoping you can find the good before mm. the bad overtakes you if that makes sense that okay. that's that's really what the what the what the title means and that's really the whole premise of the album mm -hmm. um just kind of like a story uh it it's just wrestling with those those good things and those bad things that all people have, you know? Mm -hmm. Okay. No, that's, that's, that's cool. It's just um, the, the light. Okay, the light is a good thing and uh, the devil is right because you know why he gets you in the end. <laughs> okay, got you. I mean, it, it's true. You know, I, you've, you've listened to the songs. It's, it's a dark album, man. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is. Man, it is. It's, it's, it's a dark album and... Uh, I, I knew that I needed to have a title that reflected that, mm -hmm. that darkness, you know? And um, I, I don't know, when I wrote it down on paper, I was like, that's the title, you know? That's, that's a it's, dark it's title. Ab absolutely it fine. It's the absolutely album, fine. You know? <laughs> my, my only, you know, like for promotional 
purposes, it's a little bit long. So oh, it is. It, is. <laughs> it totally is. Yeah, I mean, so, it, you know, I, again, that, that gets in, you start talking about like your art, right. And, and, uh, like things that are maybe not necessarily so good for you, like promotionally, mm -hmm. like, yeah, I mean, coming out with a, an album title like that, or, or for that matter, opening my album up with a seven minute long song, you know, mm -hmm. those are things that are, are not, not done a lot, you know, um, and maybe aren't the best for me from like a promotional perspective, but you know, go big or go home. I, I have to do what my art tells me and, and drives me towards. So those and, are and this I is, I mean, you know, I'm here once again, 100% with you because I mean, in the end of, at the end of the day, it's about that um, you can look yourself still in the eye. You know, I, I hate that we are living in the time where there is Spotify created music, you know, which starts with a, with a hook line and it's only one minute and, and 30 seconds. So you can stream it more often and, and get more, right. more plays and whatever. I, I, you know, what is it? We are, we are, we are working for the, for the machines. We're working for the AI so that um, it's, um, You know, so I, I really like it because you're, it's kind of like, fuck you. I mean, fuck the machine, you know, not, not you. Uh, but, you know, fuck, fuck you. It's, it's kind of, I want to be, uh, uh, I'm a serious artist and I want to take them seriously. So I show you what I mean. And, um, yeah. you know, we, we're back to what I said about my radio show with a 30 second uh, uh, tidbit. What can I do in a 30 second tidbit? I can say, oh, he made a new song. Boom. That's it. Done. Right. Um, so uh, it, it's, I think it's, uh, it's a little bit of the, the punk rock in me, you know, mm -hmm. uh, just a little bit of the rebel in me. That's like, oh, I'm going to do what I want to do no matter what anyone says or, or what's super beneficial for me. Um, but at the same time, I mean, you're totally right. You know, we're kind of in this, this short attention span, like Spotify phase where, you know, everyone's kind of like driving into these really short songs and you know, that, that's, uh, that can be challenging, you know, sometimes when you're, when you're trying to make sort of like the music that I make, you know, mm -hmm. um, it, it, it doesn't lend itself well for that sometimes, you know, but that being said, uh, those avenues uh, create more opportunities, right? I mean, I, I wouldn't have met you if I hadn't, mm -hmm. hadn't done that stuff. So, so getting your music out there is so much more accessible these days through that stuff, you know? Um, even though it's kind of creating this other weird short attention span environment, you know? Yep, so, yep. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the problem today is, you know, um, I mean, we live, uh, uh, you, you, you know, you use Bandcamp and there's so many ways you can put out your music uh, and that's great. You don't need a label yeah. anymore. But, right. uh, you know, it's a double-edged sword again because everyone can do it. You know, everyone can yep. put a song together on his iPhone and, and send it out. And, you know, and I, as a DJ, have to sift through a lot of mm, bullshit, do a lot of yeah. not so good songs. Yeah. And and um, so, yeah, it's... it's I, I mean, yeah, it, it is. You're right. It's a double-edged sword, you know. Um, and, and I would imagine for you, it's, it's probably really challenging because you're probably just like, flooded with stuff right yeah you know, for I'm, me I, yeah, okay, yeah I, i'm sure you are i can't even imagine um but for me you know I, i've always actually enjoyed that i like sifting through things i've always liked kind of 
finding weird music eat, and, eat, and kind of, garbage even yeah. yeah you gotta sometimes you gotta go through the garbage to find the really good stuff that's you know true. I, that's true yeah. i mean it, when i when i used to you know back in the olden days where i used mm -hmm. to go to like a, a record store and i buy cds and a mm -hmm. big thing i used to do is i would buy random cds based on on the cover it sounds mm -hmm. weird yeah, but no no absolutely but i i was like this before that, too I, I, yeah, by doing that, I, I just like discovered so much great music, you know, mm -hmm. and I, I found a lot of bad music too, but it's still the same way. It's like, you kind of got to sift through the, the garbage to find the really great stuff sometimes, you mm -hmm. know? So yeah, it, there's there's pros and cons to the the environment these days, you know? Yeah, and, and I've, I think, you know, it's a little bit, it's silly to say, oh, you know, now this is, this is the world we live in and this is what we do and how we do it. And, and you and I, we are both testaments that it's still working because I do yeah. my show for at least an hour and whatever. And who doesn't want to listen to it? Don't listen to it. That's absolutely fine. Right. You know, I don't force you. Right. Um, and you make uh, seven minute songs and who doesn't want to listen to it? don't listen to it. It's not for you, Ben. You know, it's absolutely, you have a freedom. I think, you know, I, I still, uh, so I don't want to bash on the time we're living in. We're living in a great time, you know. I grew yeah. up in, in the GDR behind the Iron Curtain, you know. I could never imagine that I will have my own video show, you know. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm still blessed, you know, and people watching it. And, And that's great, especially when we're coming, you know, full circle, especially today, when there is so much stuff out there. There's yeah. TikTok, Instagram, you know, you can basically uh, Netflix, you know, you always can, your eyeballs will 24 hours, seven, seven uh, days a week on onto something. And then you have somebody who watches you and kind of likes what you're doing, then it's really meaning something, you know? So um, yeah. this is, you know, full circle back to if you make an impact, you make the impact for the, for the right thing, you know, that it's not just right. a, an internet sensation, explosion, little hype thing. You're yeah. doing it for, for the right thing. So, so this goes back to, I think it's absolute... Um, paramount that you as an artist should do something where you are absolutely 100% behind it, you know? I yeah. mean, you will always try something new and there's a trend and this is for something, but it's it's better to be the trendsetter than, than running after something or, you know, trying to to appeal to a, a maybe audience. Find your own audience. Find your oh, own way. And, and this I is agree. exactly what you're doing. And so um, yep. I'm 100% with you. I think that, um, you know, in this day and age, you can find your audience, right? And you can make your dreams achievable, you know? And that's something that, that I, you know, I, I always hear a lot of people say, oh, well, you can't do that, you know? Or, or oh, that, that person can't do this because they're too old or mm -hmm. they do whatever. And, and I don't believe in any of that shit, you know? I think that... In this day and age, if you want something, you just need to figure out what it is and you need to go after it and you can make the bridge mm -hmm. to get there, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and that's that's kind of the age we're in now is, is specifically with music, you know, you can make the bridge to get there. You just have to, you know, create it. Um, mm -hmm. And so, I, I don't know if I answered, I don't even know if that was a question or not. But I agree with what you're saying. I get, you know? I get your point. And, and, and you know, I can even uh, um, uh, put it in a little bit more. Because the good thing of today is that just 
um, recently I realized that you know in in the past you were in your in your place and then you would find some musicians and oh I, I'm into blues and I'm into this and that yep. and it's right. kind of like okay you know then okay then I play blues because this is very um, you know this is what the public wants here so you know I'm doing that I would like to do something else but and today it's like oh man I have a a guy in Mexico and I have this guy uh, over there and and you know or even the audience you know the, the audience yeah. maybe you are I know you're in Minnesota because you know I saw your Minnesota in interview uh, um, and, uh, and and I don't know what people are there but maybe not exactly the ones you want but you still can cooperate with uh, all over the world people now and also people will find it and and you know when maybe 10 people in Chile 10 people in, in Indonesia and 10 people there. And then they add up to, you You have a thousand followers. Let's put it this I way. I totally agree. I totally agree. And I think that, um, you know, it's funny you bring that up because I I, I listen to your your playlist all the mm -hmm. time actually at Spotify. Um, and you, you find some really good stuff. And one of the artists that you had on there, uh, her name's Violet Ice. Oh, and yeah. I actually reached yeah. out to her and I'm having her sing on one of my songs. Oh, uh, wow. So we did, we're doing cool. a little collaboration. Yeah, we're doing a little collaboration. So, you know, I, I totally agree. I think that um, in this day and age, it's so easy to find other people that uh, are kind of on the same wavelength as you in terms of music and, and to do collaborations virtually, you know, mm. that that's that's so cool to me. Um, you know, and yeah, I agree. It's like back in the day, it was like, okay, well, who do I got locally? Who can I throw in a room together and, you know, make a, make a band? And mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be that way anymore, yep. you know? And, It just, isn't that. Anymore. Just imagine, you know, Trent Reznor with his uh, downward spiral. He would have played in a, in a, in a cowboy cowboy barn thing, and people would be like, "Huh? What is this?" We would have thrown his their beer on on him and stuff. Yeah. And 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 you know, I'm kind of they're, they're, like you said, there's an audience for for everything. You just have to find it, you know. And this is yeah. maybe let's talk about this because this is um, I I don't know. Do you have any promotional um, um, uh, um, I don't know uh, strategy? <laughs> Sorry, yeah. promotional strategy. Because this is I could find out a few things about you. You know, uh, your on, on your Instagram and stuff. But you don't have a website, for example, or you know some. Um, how do you promote yourself? Or or, or maybe yeah. let's put it a little bit more broader. What would you like to achieve with your music? Because you could go into m movies. I could see you there. And, um, yeah. and okay, let's start with that because I also want to yeah. see, you know, what you want to do live or something. And, uh, uh, you know, what would no, you like are, to achieve with your music? It was a really good question. So, um, I mean, career-wise, I, I do. I want to get into composing film, composing for film, and I'm, I'm kind of working on a couple projects mm -hmm. uh, with that right now. So uh, that's that's really where I'm I'm going for mm -hmm. my career. Um, in terms of like my strategy, you know, my strategy has always kind of been building sort of a name for myself and sort of building a brand and trying to help my audience find me. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense, you can't always trust that uh, that people are going to find you. So sometimes you have to find them, you know, and so that that's really been sort of like my my strategy as of lately is to try and uh, get out there as much as I can to help listeners find me. You mm -hmm. know, um, again, you're talking about we talk about this uh, 
this oversaturated environment. It's, it's hard to uh, make yourself stand out in, in this sort of day and age. And so, you know, I'm trying to do a lot of different avenues in terms of playlists. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I have worked with some uh, promotional companies and my, my records getting played a lot on college radio, okay. uh, which is nice. Um, and I do have a website, by the way, jeffgoldsmithmusic.com. Oh, okay. um, I, I don't, I don't, I, I haven't done much with it, but, um, you know, it, it's something that I'm trying to kind of build up uh, as much as I can. But yeah, I mean, that's really kind of been my strategy, you know, is to get out there as much as I can, but also at the same time, trying to sort of do it organically, you know, mm-hmm. um, I don't want to, I don't want, I'd rather have, you know, a hundred really dedicated listeners that love my music versus like you know fifty thousand people and you know that Mm. are like half committed you know what i'm saying like like me it's way more it's way more important to me to have like a hundred people that really like my stuff Mm. and they really want to hear what i'm coming out with next or what i'm doing than to have 50 or a hundred or a million people that don't soup, you know, care all that much about my stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, absolutely. So that's, that's why I say like organically, I, I'm trying not to like um, do it uh, non organically. I don't know mm-hmm. what the word is. <laughs> um, no, I, I know exactly what you mean. Like um, you can, you can clearly see that, that, you know, um, some, I, I try to, to not look at, the statistics of things, you know, and and uh, um, uh, I also kind of trained trained me off uh, to look too much of my stats because then I like, you know, what I'm doing here is really not good for my static uh, for for my status statics. How I say it, for my um, for the you know because I'm yeah, doing one stats, video statistics. Yep. Yep. one video and uh, uh it's it's long and it's only about one person and you know it's very uh, limited interest group but i enjoy it and this is yeah. you know going back to to what you said about the, your music and and stuff it's like do what you like and people will find yeah. it you know and um right. and who knows you know you you will maybe uh, you know in in 10 years maybe in five years you you score a really cool movie and then people will look oh jeff goldsmith what's going on here and then we find the our talk and then you know my my it will blow up and i will be become famous and whatever you know uh, no i know no no you're totally right though. i mean it's you no, know, no. but the point I, is I, I, yep still oh, go do, ahead do, no but only i just want to close with do what you like, and and if you get uh, um, famous by it, cool. If not, you did what you like. You have exactly. lost nothing. That's exactly, exactly. the point exactly. I wanted to say. And, and uh, you know, you, you mentioned playing live, right? And mm-hmm. so that's oh, yeah. something this that I be have. my next question. Yeah, well, and that that's certainly something that um, you know I have been thinking about a lot, and I've been working with a couple of local musicians to sort of try and navigate those waters. Um, mm-hmm. It's funny because I actually. I am a performer. I started performing, you know, I, I you know, I, I mentioned the Suzuki program and man, they, they, they throw that violin in your hand and like you're playing in front of people before, you know, you're even in school essentially, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and so I was playing violin in front of people when I was really young. Um, and then I, you know, I played in bands in college and 
I, I've always really been primarily a performer, which is mm -hmm. funny because these days I'm not really doing that at all. Um, so that's something I do want to do, but it's, it's kind of navigating it and trying to do it right. You mm -hmm. know, uh, I, I don't want to just like uh, approach it and do it kind of like not like half-assed, you mm -hmm. know, if, if yeah. I, if I play live, I want to make sure that it's really interesting just like my music is. I want it to be kind of the full package, you know, whether that be like, you know, visuals behind um, and, and just trying to do it the right way, if that mm -hmm. makes sense. No, absolutely. it makes absolutely sense. And and I also, you know, just thinking about it, um, yeah, take your time because, um, you know, the first impression is always the first impression and you don't yep. get it back. And, and yep. I also see the issue with you that, who would you play with you know because right. um uh, i i think you get it the right way you're you're too small that you will draw a big crowd so where can you play is the question right. you know uh, you know who would you who would let you play or rent out their right. their thing for i don't know you're just your friends or whatever and yeah and so, it's you know in terms of this kind of music it's uh you know, there's not a there's not a high demand for it, at least not in Minneapolis. There mm -hmm. there are some some really great artists here, um, but it's yeah. Again, you, you kind of have to build a following uh, prior to kind of navigating some of those roads. And you know mm -hmm. that now that being said, I you know I certainly have had some conversations with some people about performing at like South by Southwest next oh, year. Would be cool. Um, and again, it, it's. For me, it'd be more about uh, trying to identify the right people to help kind of sort of complete the vision. You know, mm -hmm. um, I, I would certainly need like a, at least a couple of great multi-instrumentalists in addition to like a great programmer, which I, I, there's a, a great band out of the Twin Cities called And I Roared. Uh, they're kind of like an industrial band. And so I've, mm -hmm. I've done some work with them and uh, we've been talking about trying to put together some sort of live live set and they have Uh, the guy Matt, who's kind of like the visionary behind it, um, he's a phenomenal programmer, you know, and just really good with like digital stuff and something like that is kind of necessary for mm -hmm. my kind of music if you're going to make it uh, a live performance. Yeah, it, it, I, I see it more like a like a I want to say vernissage, uh, but um, you know, more like um, yeah, it's like an, a complete art show. It's It's yeah. not just yeah. It's it's also visual because that's why I also put you in in the cinematic. Uh, it's very cinematic uh, for whatever reason. People, you, you really paint the picture. This music, like they're interested in the full package, man. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, you know that it, it's it's not just about the music. Sometimes it's about it's about the album, the cover. Oh, it's yeah. about it's about what else like everything else that goes with the music you mm -hmm. know um that's why i you know i've said this before but like art forward you know like mm -hmm. it really is uh something that like people want the full package you know mm -hmm. so like i don't think anyone's going to be super interested in, in seeing me perform live if it's just like me like a couple of guys playing guitars you know that's not interesting at least not to me um You know, it's really got to be like everything else, you know, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. And, and, and you mentioned a, a, a good thing as well, because you're absolutely right. You know, when, when I get sent music, the first thing I'm going to see before I even listen to the song is the artwork. And, right. and sometimes you can judge. I mean, 
it, sometimes I'm wrong, but most of the time, if the artwork is really, you know, some uh, uh, photoshopped stuff together, and <laughs> then the music is m mostly not really good. Sometimes I'm yeah. wrong, you know, I'm still listening to it, of course, but uh, yeah, artwork is, is very important, you know, yeah. you, you always have to I think of a, of a full package and, and just ask yourself, would you like to, to you mentioned before, you know, uh, uh, that you bought CDs and uh, just, on, would, you, would, would you find this cover interesting? Would you look for it? Would you kind of, um, what, does, what, what does it mean? And, and in this regard, you did it quite right because... Even if I said, you know, your your long title is uh, is not easy to promote, it's interesting because like, who the fuck writes such a long title with I don't really get it. Uh, what is it? And you know, people will pick it up and oh, what is this? So yep. in, in this way, you did it right. I, I appreciate that. I mean, you know, navigating artwork and those kinds of things can can certainly be challenging these days you know and, and and that's that's one of the things that i know like record labels and you know that's 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 the thing that um is kind of like record labels just give you the money to do all of this stuff you know so you know what i would tell all of your listeners and any music maker for that matter is if you're doing this stuff just take the time to make it right you know mm -hmm. um, And specifically with like your album art too, you know, I, I, I've tried, to, I've had to learn how to do a lot of that stuff and I've taken the time to try and navigate how to do it. And, you know, it, it's, you can make it happen. You can make cool album covers on no budget at all. You just have to take the time to learn how to do it. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Mm -hmm. Or, or, you know, my, my approach is more like, um, I, I think it's, um, And, and I, I guess you will agree with me, connect with people, you know, and yeah. because when, when yeah. you have other people who, oh, you know, this guy did my artwork and I really like it and, you know, he yeah. can do yours and stuff because I, I'm more in, in, the, in the thinking of uh, it's cool that today, you know, you can, you, you have complete, uh, um, you can do everything yourself. Uh, control. You have complete yeah. Con yeah, control, thank you, uh, about it. You know, you don't have to listen to some overlords and to tell you, oh, you have to wear like this and blah, blah, blah. Um, but also it kind of puts a lot of stress on you because you have to do uh, everything, you know? Yeah, I agree. I totally agree with that. And, and you're right. I mean, you don't have to do that stuff. And, and there's easy ways to connect with people mm -hmm. to do your artwork for you that and help you make your vision. I guess... I'm more so getting at the the notion that like you can do this stuff with no money mm -hmm. and you can do it yourself. You just have to take the time to kind of navigate how to do it and, mm -hmm. and to do it right, you know? Um, but I, I agree. I, it's, and I think as artists and you can relate to this, I'm sure it's like every artist likes control of their stuff. You know, <laughs> it's hard to kind of like, it's hard to kind of let some of this go. Yeah. And, and I've certainly kind of been navigating that recently, you know, with like hmm. licensing things and, and talking to like music publishing agencies, you know, it's, it's tough to relinquish any sort of control when you've always controlled it all, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But it, it probably is a little less stressful if you maybe let some somebody else handle that, so, you know? So, um, <laughs> I, I want to... Okay, let's... 
I finish one thing and then I have another question. Uh, sure, oh, go ahead. Um, the, th the thing I wanted to say is a little bit um, what I like with with um, um, with the outreach to other artists is kind of first of all connection is the key. You know, like we talked yeah. about, uh, uh, reach out to the guy in Colombia, reach out to the guy uh, in Chile or wh whatever. You know, so yeah. it's also. You, you kind of form a network of uh, like-minded people. This is what I really, really like yeah. of the world today. You know, in the past, you were sitting in your little town and there was only a blues club and you could only play blues. And now right. you can do exactly right. the music with the people you want and you're not so limited anymore. You can be free in your thoughts. And also, what I mean is... Uh, not only connect music wise but also with other virtual uh, no not virtual uh, visual artists and yeah. and things you know like oh you know you have an idea here and I like your artwork and that, and things happen you know just go yeah. out this is my you know to, for the audience maybe just reach out to people and say oh I like what you're doing and uh could we not collaborate like you did with Violet Ice or something? And and yeah. things happen. And then, you know, you get the ball rolling. And, but the first thing is, of course, you have to start with something. Um, yeah. And and this is always the, the toughest step. Oh, see, there's another question I could ask you. But um, let's let's go with the one which just popped up <laughs> more recently. Uh, um, so you are a little control freak. Could you could you say that? Uh, with my music, I certainly am. I mean, it's it's hard. I like, you know, that was something I wrestled with with mm -hmm. band. Right. I I I always felt like I had to have other people around me to kind of like get my vision, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but that's not necessarily true in, in this age, right? I can make everything and, and create my vision on my own. And so I, I'm a little bit of a control freak when it comes to my music. I'm, I'm, I'm cautious is mm -hmm. what I am when it comes to letting other people, you know, do things. Now, that being said, I, I do love collaboration. You know, I love, you know, collaborating with people, but it kind of has to be like a, uh, you have to really tread that carefully. Right. Like like setting expectations in terms mm -hmm. of, of collaborating with people, you know, kind of from the get go, because, you know, collaboration as great as it can be. Sometimes people bring emotions into that stuff and it can get a little messy sometimes. I mean, you you know that with bands like bands can get really complicated. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, and, and so I, I'm, I'm a little bit uh, it's always tough for me to. Mm. It really has a, it has its pros and cons. This is what I meant with uh, with uh, you know reaching out to people. Also with what what I like um, uh, is you know if I, I don't know you send your music to someone and somebody draws you a nice cover and you would have never thought of it, but yeah. he was he or she was inspired by by your music to to draw something and to make yeah. it, it makes it better and it makes it you know the, it, it, and um, it makes the vision. Grand, more grand, uh, more, I, I uh, totally agree. Yeah, yeah. So, so sometimes yeah. you have to let go, but yep. I also yep. I, I get completely that you know um, this I I, <laughs> I certainly struggle with this as well. But you don't find the right people, and then you have to kind of always make compromises in bands. You know, uh, in in one thing yeah. it's it's cool. Yeah, to, people, to, people can get emotional, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it, it's it's cool to. To have other people because then you're you're not in your little bubble, you know, and, yep. and you get you get some outside influence and you would have not thought of. And and yeah. if it works, it's really cool because you yeah. you get to a new higher level, something yeah. you would have not on your own. 
but if it's kind of more like the, what I said with a, with a death metal approach and it's kind of, no, I'm not going to do bad, you know, and, and then, um, then it's kind of like, oh, it's well, I mean, I, I, I know what you're saying, you know, and, and with that death metal stuff, I mean, it, I get that to an extent because that that's really kind of like that's like a lifestyle, man. Mm -hmm. You know, that, that's that's like the difference is like that. That stuff's really uh, I don't know how I put it, like ride or die, you know. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but 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 what we're talking about, like the collaboration, I, I mean, I totally agree. And, you know, it does give perspective. Right. And, and with this album, I did have some collaborators on some things, you know, so I I, yeah, for the some, most part, some did, yeah. bass lines yeah. Uh, written and stuff. Yeah. So so my friend Kyle did uh, did the, did the album sequencing and he played bass on that, which um, and then I also had uh, there was a girl I, I did like the general. So I, I did like the photography and the, the background for the for the album artwork, uh, but it wasn't like quite where I wanted it to be. Um, mm -hmm. And so I, I kind of collaborated with someone that I, I found online, a, a digital artist and her name's Gina. Um, and so she helped me kind of like work on the album artwork and really make it better, you know, and mm -hmm. give it give it a little bit of what it needed, you know, to be like um, and, impactful. And this is this is an important thing. And, and this also yeah. shows, you know, that you that you're doing it for a longer time, because it's, it's sometimes hard to know what what it's lacking or you know or hard to know when you need to sure. reach out you know for sure because for sure yeah um, the, the other thing you know that's why i ask you with a control thing, thing is kind of <laughs> if you're doing it for your on on your own sometimes it's really tough to know when to stop because yes. a, a, a song as you know i'm pretty sure is always work in progress you know you can always oh. Add a so, layer, subtract something, put in something, do something less, do something more, uh, put in reverb and stuff. So yep. do you have any, I mean, you, you already established and I, I think this is your main, you, you let your, your song decide where it goes to and, yep. and when it's finished. But is it so clear to you or do you have a method to kind of get to, oh, now, now I need to stop or I let it lay for a month and then listen to it again or something? because yeah you know, i mean it's no that's a really good question i mean i certainly go through like a massive revision process mm -hmm. so you know I, i i kind of make these collages and i'll listen to them and then i'll decide which ones i want to drive into and i'll go after it and i usually end up like getting to like where it it's almost a song and then i kind of like take it back and do it all over again and yeah i mean you're right it's like when you're doing this stuff on your own um it's hard to like break away from it or mm -hmm. to know where to stop, you know? Because, yeah, and if, so, if you have a band, you know, when yeah. the bass player can say, okay, I cannot play more. So when, when this yeah. is set, you know, and or the, so, yeah. I, I agree. And, and so what's funny about that is uh, my two best friends who live in Illinois, uh, Kyle, I already mentioned who did the sequencing, my other best friend, Pete, he uh, helped with this record as well. I played in a band with them for a long time, actually in college. And they're, they're my best friends. Um, and I, I, I trust their judgment on things. Mm -hmm. um, and so if, if, to be totally honest, I'm, I'm sending them stuff all the time. Like, mm -hmm. hey, listen to this. Like, where, am, I, am I getting somewhere with this? And, and specifically with this album, you know, my friend Pete, uh, I, I, was, I was struggling with that a lot towards the end of this record. You know, I, I, I got to a point where I had all the songs, 
we I had the album sequencing, but I was just like continuing to mix and tweak and mm -hmm. kind exactly. of like this is this around. is this is the, the, the downfall of doing yeah, it yourself. Right. Right. And my, my friend Pete, um, I, I went down and, and we hung out one time and we, and we just sat down and listened to the songs. And he's like, you got to just like let this stuff go. Like, it's mm -hmm. really good. You just need to finish it and be done with it because there's not much more you can do here. You're just going to start beating like a dead horse, you know? And so that outside perspective is so important sometimes. Um, and I, I have to really remind myself to do it, you know, because mm -hmm. yeah, it's like, once you get in your own little bubble, it's like you're siloing yourself. And then at some point you don't really know what you're doing anymore. You know, you cannot, but so I ask, you know, if you let it lay for, for a month or something, be, yeah. you cannot listen to it with fresh ears anymore. You know, you're too, right. you're too close right. to the whole thing and, and oh. you don't listen even to the, to the, to the whole music anymore. You just, Oh, this baseline. Oh, and, and, this, uh, and <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like the little things like that, yeah, that exactly. no, not even notice, so, you know, so that I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad to hear that you have these friends because this is really, yeah. really important that you are, you, totally. you need, you need people who can trust because you also, you know, I, I always get very wary if somebody says, Oh, this sounds great. This is, you know, this is really like, okay. Okay. You know, um, be, be what are you talking about there? Exactly. Right. <laughs> I mean, did you listen to the track? Did you really listen to the, you know, like, uh, yeah. because it's kind of, ah, uh, you know, I mean, you're American. I lived once in, in the United States. Americans tend to be like, oh man, this is great and awesome. Blah, 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 blah. And, you know, to overstate things, Germans are more the opposite, more like, well, it doesn't sound too bad. That's, 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 a, that's a good thing in Germany. If somebody says to you, yeah. oh, it doesn't sound too bad, then it's uh, like, oh, yeah, this is a good song, you know? Um, I'd, actually so probably, I'd actually probably like that a little bit better. I'd probably, <laughs> I'd probably fare well in Germany. I, sometimes when I, I, don't, I don't fare well uh, to people that are like, oh, this is great. You know, mm -hmm. I, I'm usually always kind of skeptical about that. Yep. I'm like, and you should, really? you should be, because it's kind of, it, nothing can be so great. Like, right. um, you know, right. like, did you actually listen to this? You know, I, you I, I'm always a bit skeptical about it. A little bit. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. it's like, um, you know, we're, we we're back to, to the whole balancing thing. You, you need to doubt and know, you know, it can always be better. And this is yeah. like a stepping stone and the next album will be better and the next song will be better or, yeah. or a different direction or whatever. But but also being confident enough to release it, you know, but I mean, you're obviously oh, totally. we're, we're confident enough to do that. So totally. it's kind of, um, yeah, kind not not being like, OK, I don't I don't want to put in politics into it. But like for me, it seems like this um Your your last president before the one before the current one was always surrounded by ass lickers and people who said what what he wanted oh. to hear, and this is not good. This is kind of right. it doesn't bring you anywhere. You know, as much oh. as I can understand that it's nice. You know, I mean, everyone wants to be, um, you know, liked and and that everyone is friendly to you, but it doesn't help you. That's that's the, the issue I, I, I see there, you know? So it's good that you, okay, let's bring you back to you. Sorry, I don't want to get into politics. No, 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 you're right. I mean, but, it's, it's, it's true. If you surround yourself with people that are always going to agree with what you're doing, mm -hmm. um, you're not really setting yourself up for success in any way. You know, exactly. you need people... You need people to challenge your ideas and to challenge what you're doing. And, and that helps 
make you a better artist. It gives you more perspectives and it, and it forces you to do things that you wouldn't necessarily do. You know, it, it helps you navigate on, you know, unknown territory, right? If, and, and for me, that that's extremely important. Like I, I like hearing uh, bad, like feedback that's like bad, you know, mm -hmm. I like hearing that stuff because mm -hmm. it forces me to go, okay, well, I, I need to do something differently, you know? Um, and this is my third album, you know, and it, you know, my first two records, like specifically my first one, you know, I, I, that was really me just trying to figure out how to like create in a DAW and like, in, and really kind of like find myself again musically, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and so I had a lot of interesting feedback on that album, but it all forced me to like do things differently and approach mm -hmm. things differently, you know? Um, and so, yeah, having that like external, like, no, nah, man, you need to, you, you need to really work on those vocals or do that bass is terrible on this. You really need to do that, redo that bass, you know, mm -hmm. or like, why do you have 17 Moog bases on this song? You know, you don't need that. Like those things are the things that are going to help push artists into those those unknown territories and make better music. Mm -hmm. you know? no, absolutely. And, and also, don't forget, you wouldn't have gotten to the point where you are if you wouldn't have done it. You know, that sometimes yeah. Um, yeah. I, you know, this is, of course, mostly not the people I talk to because they're never going somewhere because they're always so, so in full doubt. So you, you, this is the balance that I mean, you know, you have yeah. to, you have to, music is just a snapshot of a time at the moment you are you know if you if you listen back to your to your album in five years then you're like oh man i could have you know because you are five years later you know and you yeah. learned more you you talked with more people you had more collaborations you had more more knowledge um and this is you know this is you know being very philosophically now this is what life is about you know of yeah, of totally. changing and evolving and getting evolving. better and and getting learning things you know never stand still and this is this is an important thing and um yeah okay i'm, I'm stopping with my death metal thing you know that's if we if we would have not uh, had new genre stuff we, we all would be playing blues rock you know, because then yeah, no, you know, there I, would be I, no I, rock and roll, no death metal, yeah. no hardcore, whatever uh, would come out of it. Um, so anyway, music. No, is I, just I, a I, I, I agree. And I think that um, that's something that I think a, a lot of artists, you know, potentially wrestle with is is kind of like trying to figure out how to open new doors. Right. And so um, I know for me that that's, that's something I always try and take into account. You know, I, I mean, I'm always working on the next thing, you know, the minute I had this album done, I was already like, need <laughs> my I next know, project. How, but how is, but like yeah. that, those were things that I thought about consciously on this, this album I'm finishing up now is were the things that I didn't do on this last one, you know? So this new album I'm working on is very like, it's even more sample focused, you know, like I, I, I essentially recorded a lot of things and then put them all into samplers mm -hmm. and then manipulated them and then re-recorded them into a song. So it's really like counterintuitive, really bizarre stuff that I'm doing. Um, but those were things that I didn't necessarily do on uh, this current album, you know, May You Find the Light. Um, also like I, I'm trying to do songs that are shorter, 
you know, mm-hmm. intentionally to try and challenge myself to do things that that fit kind of like the three minute mold, just just to challenge myself, you know, this, this, is, um, this is this is a good, good point. Anyway, right. you know, in, in the past, I, I really, you know, as I was younger, um, I found these haikus, you know, haik, what a haiku is. This is yeah. the, 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 the very specific uh, length of uh, an, a poem, uh, you know, um, right. And, right. and I was like, why would you uh, limit yourself to uh, uh, five words and in, in this this in, you know to this structure yep. but then yep. today i get it you know today it's sometimes it's good to um to 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 kind of give yourself boundaries and just see what yep. happens you know yes. like like or, or like with acting you know don't don't use any any props or something and and just use the, because it it will change things it's not for everyone but yep. it's kind of it keeps yourself also fresh and 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 in, engaged in in the whole thing you know totally, if totally. Uh, I, i as as much as i'm completely with you with what you said in the beginning you know that that you let the song decide where it wants to go and also how long it will be sometimes yep. it's just good to know this song is three minute 30 at the most and yep. then it's done and then yep. it's kind of you you have to you, you know if you feel you have less to your at your disposal but you feel more enriched because you have to be more creative to get it totally. to get it right in this in this frame yeah i mean it, it's when you do those kinds of things it helps create um a vibe to things right so so with this album too like my second album vodou was very you know it didn't have a lot of guitars on it you know and mm. i'm actually i i'm primarily a guitarist ironically um so, so when I started making May You Find the Light, uh, I, I made a conscious choice to use more guitar in my songs. And because of that, it really helped create a vibe to like the whole album, you know? It, it certainly got more rock. Yeah, and, and more, more <laughs> yeah, like I mean, it got industrial it feeling, but, which I yeah, like, you know, really, that's... Hmm. Yeah, it, it gave it a vibe, right? Mm-hmm. Um, You know, and so when you make those like conscious choices to like do those things, it helps kind of like, you know, create the sound and the vibe of an album, you know? So like the album I'm working on now, I'm doing the opposite of that. I don't want to use, I'm trying not to use any guitars, you know, okay. that, that's, um, it's, it's those kinds of decisions that help sort of like transform and evolve the music and, and create like a vibe to mm-hmm. things, you know? Um, And I think that those are those are important choices to make. Absolutely. You know, it, it, it can be it can be challenging if you're in a band sometimes to be mm-hmm. like, oh, well, I'm the guitarist. You don't want me to play guitar in this song. So so maybe <laughs> you know, I, I you know you know what I'm saying though. Yeah, But like I know exactly ways, what you mean. <laughs> but there's ways to play guitar differently, you know, mm-hmm. um, or do things that you wouldn't normally do as a guitarist. Mm-hmm. Those are the kinds of things that I find interesting in music and in bands and mm-hmm. you know. Um, They, you know, there's a, a great Icelandic band, Sigurós. They do like cinematic like music. Them, yeah. Lovely. Yeah. I love like he. I mean, he plays his guitar with a cello bow. You know, that's like mm. so bizarre. Jimmy Page was doing it. I mean, but he does it in like a really weird, noisy way. And um, I, I just th- those are the kinds of things that are great and they're like counterintuitive and they're experimental. But mm-hmm. it's also like unique and it it just. It's different, you know. Yeah. I get, I get. You can tell I probably get. I get pretty amped about that. Yeah, no, and um, me, me too, me too. Because what I really like is, you know, in in a way, um, you could you could say that, you know, 
everything has been said. Every love song has been written. There is no new music since Jimi Hendrix. He played all the notes that can be played and stuff. You can, you know, put in the sitar, you know, to have some different tunings and stuff. And, and st But basically everything has been done. And still you find new ways. And yeah, that's, that's so cool. And, and so I, I like that... There's always a new twist on things, and always yeah. a new thing you can discover. And 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 uh, I, so, I I'm I'm really honestly, positively amazed that that we still can can make new music. And um, and so it is. I, it, I think that you know you can say all you want that everything's been done, but I don't buy that for a second. Yeah, you know, I think that I think know, that it, I, I, it's I, like I kind of. Say it, yeah. Say it. Yeah. And no, it's not true. Yeah, exactly. Because I think that um, there's tons of stuff that's always coming out that's never been done before. Or, or it's a different way of doing something. You know, there's so many variables in music, mm -hmm. uh, instruments and people and all of these different things that with all of those variables, it you'll always create something different, something new, you mm -hmm. know? So that... For, for someone like me, it's important to change those variables up, right? Change things up to make things different. And, and you know, you, you create uh, differences and create different sounds because you change those variables up, you know? Mm -hmm. um, I, I think that's just super important, you know? Um, yep. I, 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 I think at certain points in my life, I've probably been like, oh, the best music was in, you know, the past. But I, I don't believe that anymore. No, I really no, don't. No. I think it also and also, Humming. don't 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 forget that um, uh, what what I also learned is kind of um, you know, I mean, you have your your formative years, you know, you have uh, yep. the, the, the day uh, when you grow up, when you're 14 and you you're starting, you know, and you fall in love and stuff, and and these songs you hear then they mean something, but yeah. there's always a new generation, and there's always you know new people who want to have their own music and and their own thing and and they don't want oh you know i don't want this love song from the 60s but that's exactly the same as from the 2020s because yep. uh, you know i want this is my own generation and why i want my own stuff so you know this is not only um even if everything has been said uh, you know, we still play Shakespeare today, and this is oh, totally. a long time ago, totally. and it's still yeah. current, and it's still viable, and it's still uh, so. You know, and and why is there still Haydn and Bach played? Uh, you know, for for what this is very old dead music, yet done way way back. You know, and we still play it, and we still enjoy it, and. Um, totally. So, I mean, there's always a place for that stuff. Exactly. Right? Just there's always to, a place for it. And there's always gonna be, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there, and I think that there's always going to be a place for, you know, bands that want to just make straight up like like garage rock. Like, mm -hmm. I, I want to be in garage rock. I mean, there's always going to be a place for that stuff. You know, maybe I just probably won't listen to it. You know, I, I, <laughs> you know, for, for me, for me personally, there's also a, uh, a different, like you just said, you know, I, I wouldn't uh, listen to consciously to garage rock or you know for me like ska i don't like ska at all but <laughs> but let's listen to me if i would go somewhere and there is a ska band playing live and i just get into the energy i would i would dance and i would enjoy it you know this is also a, a difference for me you know i would consciously i wouldn't seek it out 
and listen to it and and you know at home and and you know on my leisure time but if right. i go somewhere and i'm with friends and we just have a good time and then we just you know go pogo dancing or whatever you know so um this is also it's 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 the environment that that yes. needs to be there for for it as well you know not every every uh, music You said it yourself, you know, when you want to present your music, you need to set the stage right. You need to have right. the right visuals with it. Because if you, you know, if you, a ska band can get away with just playing it and, and jumping around on the stage, because this is exactly what we need to do. They would be, sure. uh, it, it would be wrong for them to make what you want to do you know with big visuals and light shows just imagine you you know like a rammstein show with a ska band it wouldn't work at all i mean it would work but it would be completely like bonkers it would not yeah. be the right thing for the for this thing so uh, sorry although uh, although I, i'm listening I'll to you but but the, 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 the belgian string uh, i'm oh. listening to you sorry no just just gotcha. go ahead no you're 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 good you're good man um What I was going to say is that sometimes things like that are actually somewhat interesting. Uh, you know, like if I went to a Ramstein's show and a ska band opened, <laughs> I might actually be like, well, that's actually kind of cool. Like yeah. that's a, that's a, that's a curveball, but like maybe it was a necessary curveball. Mm -hmm. It's, it's sometimes those are the things that actually make uh, you stand out. You know, doing mm. little weird things like exactly that, what know? nobody what nobody expect like a palate cleanser. Yeah. You know, kind of yeah. if you if you have another a, 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 a Rammstein knockoff playing in front of Rammstein, it's kind of like uh, give us the real thing. Yeah. But if you have something <laughs> completely, <laughs> a yeah, singer songwriter would be cool in front of Rammstein. You know, like it's, doing it's funny. It's funny because I you know opening bands are always such a, a weird thing, right? Mm -hmm. It's like okay, I mean, let's get to the let's get to the real show here, right? Um, But I went and saw uh, Maynard James Keenan's side project, Pussifer, like mm -hmm. I think four or five years ago. I really ago. like Pussifer. Pussifer is yeah, such me a cool too. Well, me too. Mm -hmm. I, I actually think that that's his thing. I, I think he should do that all the time. Um, but anyways, that's besides the point. But he had this like wrestling show. It's mm. like, <laughs> cool. it's like a warm up. So it wasn't even like a band. It was just like mm -hmm. they literally pulled wrestling. And I was like, that's pretty cool. You know, that's like, a, that's a curveball. I like stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. that Give me a curveball. Like if I went and saw Nine Inch Nails and they had like a poet just speaking before them or something, I'd be like, this is awesome. You know, uh, I like things that are different and outside the box. That's actually, you know, I mean, also for the listeners out there or for, for the artists and other musicians and stuff, it's like, take take note because this is exactly how you stand out. And and you might yeah. stand out for for, you know, bad publicity, but you might stand out for what is going on here you know i mean exactly. maybe not overstay your welcome or something but uh i i really you know now what you're talking about i really like the idea it would be yeah. so so funny to to kind of uh, thwart expectations a little bit um but then you know not, not thwart it so much that you completely go off the rails but then you give them later what we kind of expected but not right away sure. you know let sure. them hang out a little bit um It's important to, to challenge. It's important to challenge people mm -hmm. sometimes. I, I think that that uh, people like that. Mm -hmm. I, I certainly do. Maybe and maybe it's uncomfortable sometimes to do those things to throw curveballs like that to people. But I I think that that's those are the things that make people stand out and artists stand out is when they do things that aren't uh, 
they aren't intuitive, you know, mm -hmm. and they aren't mm -hmm. normal, you know, that's, yeah. that's going to make you stand out, you know? Yep. Um, so I, I agree. I agree with that. So, but I don't know. Maybe Ramstein will get a, a ska band open for him. <laughs> this would be interesting. Sort of like the ultimate curveball. I'm, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just thinking about myself. You know that I'm sometimes, um, you know, as as much as I want to be surprised, sometimes I'm also like it if I get something where I can, uh, you know, um, there was a gothic rock band I, I discovered recently, and it was nothing out. Of ex nothing extraordinary, but it was yeah. just very well done, and I enjoyed yeah. it for what it is. You know, it didn't want it to be more, and it didn't want it to be less. It was just good music, even if uh, you know, in comparison with yours, I could, you know, after the first few uh, uh, tacts or how you say uh, the first few rhythm uh, things, I could already see where this is going, but I was yeah. fine with it because I liked it. You know, right. because it was well done. And, and, right. and not as cheap knockoff, just like, uh, you know, playing Sisters of Mercy for the 20,000th time or something. It was its own thing, but uh, very foreseeable in a way. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I get you. And, you know, production is kind of an interesting thing, right? Like, I, I, I'm always thinking about that um, when I'm making my music, like trying to consciously think about the production and the way music is presented, right? Uh, because... You know, you can do low production stuff very tastefully, mm -hmm. you know, but it, it kind of has to be done in, in sort of like a um, presented that way. Or you can make it very well produced, right? Mm -hmm. Like very, very clean, you know? And so for my, for May Final Light, I think that for me, it was all about presenting it as a very like clean produced kind of sound. I don't know. I, I don't want to say produced, but like, I, I wanted it to be very clean. You know what I mean? I, I didn't want it to be uh, unpleasing in any way, mm -hmm. at least from a production standpoint, you know? Um, so produ production is kind of an interesting thing and, and something that you certainly have to like think about, you know, when you're making your own music, you know? Um, you know, that's why back in the day they used to have producers and, you know, exactly. like, and I'm going to pay this guy, you know, I'm going to bring in Rick Rubin and pay him $20 million. How did, how did you do that? Because I mean, you produce it on your own. Yeah. Yep. So I did everything, you know, I, I, I record it I make it compose it. But this is it, really, really, really edit. tough because yeah, you know, you, you, I mean, you, you already, we already talked about your outside perspective that you have the good friends yeah. uh, who will tell you what to do. But um, I think it's really tough to, to do it on your, on your own. It's a push and pull, you know, mm. I, I love the process. Like mm. I love the whole complete process of making music from start to finish, you know, but again, it's a love and hate relationship because I'll tell you, man, when I'm like, you know, two months into editing things and I'm just like, <laughs> you know, that's, that, that, that's a struggle sometimes, mm. you know, but at the end of the day, I, I don't know if I'd have it any other way. I, mm. I would have a really tough time making an album with a, a separate producer. Let's put mm. it that way. You know, mm. um, I think that'd be a, that'd be a struggle for me. Although maybe at some point I'll do that just to kind of get outside of my comfort zone. Yeah. Or you know? What do you? What do you? What, I mean, um, what's even the easier way? And and also once again, uh, collaboration wise, very well. Yeah. Um, you get somebody to mix your stuff, you know, and and make remixes yeah. and and things, right. and and make right. shorter ones, and uh, you know, because this is the thing at the moment. It seems like you know, 
every DJ remixes someone else and stuff, and yeah. and there's a lot of name dropping and and things, and so I'm about it, but. Uh, in a way, this could be, you know, you're, you're, you're putting your toe in the water and test it a little bit. Like, how could it be when somebody else does what, you know, sure. what I did? No, it's funny you mentioned that because I have, I have talked to some producers about potentially, you know, remixing my songs. And I would be interested to see what that would turn out like. And yeah, mm -hmm. I, I mean, I'm always, I'm always open for like collaboration stuff, you know, but I, I again, I, I kind of always tread those waters somewhat carefully. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I think that sometimes people let emotions get involved into music and, you know, or, or collaboration. And, and I, I, again, I, I like to usually just set expectations at the door. Like, Hey, if this doesn't work out, like no hard feelings, see you later. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Not, not all artists feel that way though. So. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, it's a, how we say, uh, uh, can you say mimosa? Uh, did you know uh, mimosa, you know, this is the, 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 the flower who kind of oof, gets, gets very yeah. uh, easy. Um, yeah. Well, sometimes whiny bitches. <laughs> Let's put it this way. <laughs> it's it's yeah. more, more, more direct. Uh, Yeah, I, I guess, you know, um, in a way, you want them to be uh, uh, emotionally uh, impacted, you know, because it's, uh, it's you know, if you want a singing part or something, uh, you want it, you know, that they feel it and, and that, that it's right and, and they mean yep. something with it, you know, it's, it's also important. But if we take it too seriously, you know, um, then again, you can say it's just music, you know, and if it... Yeah, I mean, it's... You know that I, 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 like I said earlier, I've kind of been working on some film projects and um, I have done some collaboration with some other people that I've been working on. And it's, it's been nice to do that stuff because it's, it's not necessarily just my vision at that mm -hmm. point. You know, it's like, it, it's maybe someone else's vision, specifically doing films. I like that because it's like, they have a vision and I kind of have to meet them in the middle. Exactly. And we work together how, how, to tough it, how tough is this for you? Because for, for me personally, you know, I, I get exactly what we talked about in the beginning, you know, that, that you let the song happen the way it wants, but here you kind of have to kind of, um, It needs to fit the bill. It needs to, to yeah. be very specific. The mood is this and that. And how do you how do you get this done? Because yeah, it, this that's, would be really that's tough. A, yeah, it's it's a good question. I think you have to set your expectations at the door, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I I did a few commercials um, on my own and, and with some some local people, and uh, you know that was like my first time, sort of like delving into that realm mm -hmm. and I, i i don't think i really kind of set my expectations at the door mm -hmm. when i did those so i i struggled with that a little bit because i was like oh well this is my idea like why do you want to change it you know or tell mm -hmm. me what to do here you know um but after i kind of ironed through some of that stuff i i've approached these projects a lot differently you know mm -hmm. which is like much more open to understanding uh how they want to work through this stuff if that makes sense <clears throat> again it's really kind of like setting the expectation before you sort of like start into those projects you know if you go into it if you go into like a film project you know assuming you're just going to be able to create your vision it's not going to work out because you're dealing with so many other like different people and visions and factors there that you know that that's not going to work you know mm -hmm. if you go into it with the expectation that it's going to be collaborative and you're going to work together to reach that vision 
then I think you're going to be setting yourself up for success, you know? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So you have to do a, a lot of re talks and stuff to really see yeah. if it, if it fits or not. Yeah. But I mean, it, it's, it's, again, it's kind of like collaboration. It, it mm -hmm. really is collaboration mm -hmm. and like uh, trying to understand a vision and maybe it's not your vision. You mm -hmm. know, that's, that's what I enjoy about it is it's, you know, um, it's maybe not my vision, mm -hmm. but I can, I can give my piece to mm -hmm. the vision. You know, music this is, this is what, I, what, I, what I said earlier with, uh, you know, um, collaboration with, you know, an, yeah. an, an visual artist where you kind of, this is the music. What what do you think? How should the artwork look for that? You know, and this yeah. is kind of the same, just uh, opposite. So were you, I mean, I don't want any specifics or something, but uh, would you also walk away from something? You know, if you get something offered and oh, you could score this and that uh, thing, um, would you try it or would you say, oh, I don't really feel it, so I'm I'm not doing it? That's that's a good question. Um, <laughs> I mean, I would like I, I know don't it, want it, any it, specifics. It is. I would I would I would certainly like to think that I would if mm -hmm. something wasn't working, mm -hmm. I would walk away, right? Because. But you, know, you would try it. You would try it first. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I would always try, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but that's thus far that hasn't happened to me. So, mm -hmm. you know, but I, I, I always do want to try and see things through. Mm -hmm. um, but if it's, if it's if something's really not working, it's like, you know, it's like it's like any project that I work on, you know, or any of my songs. If a song's not working, I mean, I'm, I'm going to put it away, you know, mm -hmm. um, or put it in a file and come back to it maybe a couple of years later or something, you know, mm. but I, I would like to think that I would do the same thing with like a, like a film project. If it, if it really wasn't working, I would step away, you know, mm. um, thankfully that hasn't happened yet. And hopefully it will never happen. Um, I just, uh, you know, we, we are now one hour, uh, almost 30 minutes. Um, wow. Yeah, so, uh, no, I, I really enjoy it, you know. I mean, you're, you're a very nice uh, person and um, and I'm pretty sure we will do it again because uh, the yeah. next album will be much different. So I'm gonna, yeah. gonna you know, please keep in touch and send it to me once it's out so that I know what's going on. And actually, I was gonna tell you, I did, a, I did do like a really small limited pressing of this album. Um, so make sure to send me your information. So once I get once I get them in the mail, I'll send you a vinyl. Wow! Wow! There you go. <laughs> but sign it. No, but thank you, thank you I, so I much want, for having me on the show. I, I really I it signed. It's really fun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you very much. Sign, sign it. I can sign it for you. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. So. Um. Usually. Uh. Um. At, at the end, I'm, I'm doing some, some more fun parts. Like, um, uh, I mean, you have played in bands. We, we could, you know, one of the questions I always like to ask if uh, what's the most funniest thing that happened to you on stage, on your way to stage or behind stage, you know, um, uh, if you have a, a story to tell, it's cool. Otherwise, yeah. I have another question I can I can ask. Uh, so, but yeah, if, if you have an answer here. Um, no. I do, I do. Okay, so, uh, so please share. And and I mean, you can thing, swear, but keep it PG thirteen. You know, YouTube is sometimes a little bit uh, awkward. So when I was younger, I I played violin, um, mm -hmm. and I we would do solo recitals, right? Mm -hmm. So I'd have to go up there and play a song. Um, and I think this was probably in my high school years. Can't quite. It was probably high school. 
Um, okay. But I, I tend to like really get into the music when I'm mm -hmm. performing, right? So I was up there playing violin and I was literally just like, I was literally just like jamming out to like the song, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, and I didn't even really know I was doing it. And uh, anyways, I finished performing and I got scolded for doing it. Like they just, like my mom, my mom talks about it. She's always like, they did not like that. They did not like you moving around. You was so inappropriate. And I'm like, why? You know, I was just. Mm, but the music took you over. The and music. and this, is, this is, this is, you know, what, what usually, I mean, I, I forgot the the name. There's a there's a big uh, um, violinist, and and you know you can also or you know it's uh, uh, Apocalyptica or something. You know, I mean they, they really make a show out of it. Yeah, and, and, and don't. Stuff. I, yeah, I, I, I guess uh, what I'm getting at is that don't ever, if this is for your listeners, don't ever let anyone tell you what you can or can't do. Mm -hmm. Period. You know, and, and, and that's something that I think about that sometimes because it's like, what were they trying to do there? You know, um, don't ever let anyone tell you what you can or can't do. Mm -hmm. Like the, the opportunities and the things are endless. And whether that means jamming out when you're playing your violin in front of like a classical music concert or, you know, um, deciding that you want to release a seven minute electronic piano song. You know, mm -hmm. don't ever, I mean, don't ever let anyone tell you what you can Exactly. Do. Like, like we already established, you know, there's a, there's an audience for everyone. And, you know, yeah. uh, and as long, m my take on it is as long as you love what you're doing and you're doing it out of, out of, you know, you're really feeling it and stuff and, um, and you're non, not running after a trend or, you know, you want to be on the hype train or whatever, you know, just do it and do what you feel yeah. right. And, totally. and um, you know, in music, what I really laugh, laugh is there is no right or wrong. There's just something you like and what you don't like. And just because totally. I don't like it, this doesn't mean it's it's bad music. It's just yeah. I don't like it. That's it. You know, simple as make, that. Make, make your art for you. Exactly. Make your art for you. And others will yeah. find it, will love it too. Because exactly. you know, once you get to the performance stage, and you make music you don't laugh, people will notice. People will absolutely notice. You will see if, 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 if somebody goes just through the motions and plays the stuff, or if somebody really, like you just said, you know, with your example, feels it and really, really is into it. Then, you know, the music, this is, you know, this is as, as much as we're living in a, in a fast food age of music and you know easy and and 50,000 songs per day to spotify or whatever um it is something very very special you know and it can yeah. give it can get, take you to places and your music you know has the cinematic quality and it really transforms you and if you give it the time to to let it you know it's it's like a drug without side effects and this is something yeah. really cool and and so um yeah anyway I'm completely with you. Don't let anyone tell you what you should or shouldn't do. Just do it. You know, I mean, as long yep. as you don't hit hurt on anyone else. Yeah, but, no, know, I, I mean, exactly right, man. Make your art for you and find your hundred listeners. Exactly. Find your hundred important listeners, and mm -hmm. at that point, that's all that really matters, right? Okay, let's let's end with that. That's a, a nice end quote. Find the 100 people who really love your <laughs> stuff. Exactly.
Okay. In front of him now. <laughs> no. Okay. So thank you very much, uh, Mr. Mr. Goldsmith. Go Goldsmith. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Goldschmied. Auf Deutsch ist es ein Goldschmied. Um, thank you very much uh, for your time. It was really fun to get to know you. And please keep me in the loop of a new stuff. I'm, I'm really excited to hear that there is more, more coming. Thank you.